All right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough, sit down. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, guys, Gerald Peters. Welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I'm your host. Always remember, folks, whatever you think about comes about. Whatever you focus on grows. Holding thought in formless substance. That's what the first chapter of the Science of Getting Rich begins to speak on. This idea that the things that we hold in our mind are the things that we manifest in our life because as we hold them in our mind, our body, our actions, our every moment of energy, life is energy, begins to live, to give evidence to, to prove the shit we hold in our mind. Meaning it, it starts to cause a train reaction. And so if you continuously hold messed up thoughts in your mind, you're going to have a very hard time executing on those big ideas and plans you have. We have to begin to bring our mind in line, okay? Because as our mind comes in line, our body and our actions and our thoughts and our energy and what we attract begins to fall in place. And people and strangers show up in our life, people we didn't anticipate, things we didn't prepare like to make our ideas that we hold in formal substance come true. I used to use the illustration, and I've probably used it way too many times, but it's this idea of a, 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 I used to have a friend who wanted to start a restaurant. Every once in a while, he would talk about it. And one day, I finally just said, well, what, what are you going to call it, man? And, and he's, he's like, well, and I was like, no, give me a name. And I was like, do you understand that if you actually would have just looked right at me and said the fucking name, of the restaurant that you want to open, you'd be that much closer to actually having this restaurant. The very fact that you haven't named it tells me you've already put barriers that you don't need between you and getting the restaurant, meaning disbelief. You have so little fucking belief that you haven't even named it. See, because as a person begins to hold thought in formless substance, they come up with a name and they can kind of see the menus and they can see the tablecloths. And as they begin to fantasize and to think, they begin to cause put in motion forces energy in the universe that is more likely to bring it to them than if they don't sit and think on this. Does that make sense? If we just break it down in its simplest, simplest form, as you think on these things, the more detail you add, and the book will go on to teach us that the more detail that you add to your imagination, the more realistic and the more like it becomes to be. I used to begin, when I first learned about investing and trading and real estate, I became obsessed with these things. And as I began to study famous traders, famous investors, because there is a difference, right, between trading and investing. And as I began to study people from the past, I began to see that, like, I want to be like that. I want to be like a little miniature version of Warren Buffett. I realize that's an outlier, okay? I'm not stupid, Right, But I also realized that I can mimic or copy or duplicate or clip and use some of his strategies. Meaning, I, could, I needed businesses that just threw off cash flow. Why? This, is, this was the beauty of what Buffett did. Is he, he, he bought businesses. And then he said, listen, keep running the business. I don't want to tell you what to do. Just give me all the profits. And so he went around buying up businesses that produce profits. Wendy's. Right, uh, 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 Geico, 
right? Even, even Brookshire Hathaway was a textile business he bought, but he began to buy businesses that produce cash flow. Why? He wanted to invest the cash. I wanted to get cash from over here and invest it. And if I can make shit tons of cash that I don't need to live on and I can invest it, I could become extremely rich. And I said, well, why can't I do that? You know, I got to work a job. I had this, I had my lawn business. That's how I pay my bills, right? My wife worked and this is how we pay our bills. What, what if we could do something? What if we could buy something where we could take our money and put it into something that would just continuously push off cash flow? And then I could take the cash flow and invest it in the stock market. Meaning I always get to keep my money. And I would take the money produced by my money and risk that money in the stock market. And, I, and, this, and as I began to think on this, you know, I had to do it with what I could do. So the science of getting rich is this idea that you have to work with what you have, with where you are, with what you can do. Like I can mow a yard, right? I do have a truck. I can babysit. I can go do that. I can do this after work. I have these sales skills. I can create this. I'm capable of flipping this. I, you know, whatever it is, it looks different for you. Your journey is different than my journey. I don't know how you make money. I don't know your skill sets, your limitations. I don't know your, you know, your capabilities. But it's different for everyone and the path is the same. It's the same for Warren Buffett as it is for me. It's just math. And so I began to mimic that blueprint. I'd make more money than I need. I would invest that so that I could get the cash flow from that investment to put in other investments. And that is the magic of compounding. That was it. You know, a guy might want to own a string of, uh, he might want to own storage sheds. Why? Cash flow. Why would he want to own apartments? Cash flow. Why do I want to own houses? Cash flow. Why? So that I can invest that money. So I can invest their money, not my money. My money's stored in the house. I want to invest their money. And as I begin to see it like that and hold that picture and see, okay, this would be dozens of houses and hundreds of stocks. And I would have all these things and I began to look on it. I was like, basically, I'm trying to become a hedge fund. So how do I turn myself into a hedge fund? And then I began to think on this and contemplate and think on this. Guess what? My share counts grow. My dividends grow. My skill sets grow. My belief, my expansion. The shit that I think about actually becomes a reality. And I began to think about that on every transaction. How do I get closer to this dream that I'm holding in formless substance? And it's the same for you. Same for you. It's how you build Facebook. It's how you become a great salesman. It's how you get out of debt. Well, how do you get out of debt? You don't stop thinking about it. How do you get in debt? Don't think about it. Like it's pretty fucking simple. The way you get into fucking debt is not to think about the consequences of debt. And the way you get out of debt is to focus on the fucking consequences of debt and realize I have to get rid of it. And it's not just debt itself. It's thinking on how do I get rid of it? I could do this. I could do that. And as you begin to hold these thoughts and force yourself because your body and your energy and your, your and manifestation, the ability that you have to manifest that all of us have is right there in you. And what you put that focus on is exactly what will fucking grow. When you plant one seed, it grows a plant that produces hundreds of seeds. You just got to be careful the seeds you plant. Most people plant seeds of fucking chaos, distress, bad relationships, bad friendships. All kind, they sow all kinds of shit that hurts them and very little shit that helps them. 
Because at some point, the shit that hurts you becomes overwhelming and it dominates every area of your life. And there are no good seeds left to plant because there is no more fertile fucking ground. Because you surrendered your ground to life, to people, to relationships, to your job, to your business. Somewhere along the way, you thought your wife got to fucking dominate your mind or your husband got to dominate your mind. That other people were appointed on this planet to tell you what to do. That you're not good enough to be in charge of that. But you are. You're in, you're in complete control of your reaction to every situation. You're not in control of what happens. You are in control of how you think about what happens. And what you do with that thought. Right? So that's where we find ourselves. Chapter 5 is entitled, Increasing Life. You must get rid of the last vestiges of the old idea that there is a deity whose will it is that you should be poor or whose purpose may be served keeping you in poverty. You're going to find there are rich Muslims. There are rich Christians. There are rich Mormons. Your religion is not a fucking excuse for you not getting rich. You're not rich because you haven't thought about getting rich. You're not rich because you don't hold the fucking idea of being rich in your mind every day and begin to take action. Talk as if and walk as though. That is the reason. Because the shit you hold in your mind, you get. You wanted to go to college, you went to college. You wanted a girlfriend, you found one. You wanted to have sex, it happened. You wanted to do those drugs, there they are. Everything you've ever fucking wanted or held in your mind and held it consistently appeared. Period. You tell me, what in your life have you not received that you didn't hold on to? You say, well, one time I thought about, no, 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 no. I said you refused to let go of it. Pitbull. Those things always materialize. You got every one of those. You got you got everything in your life you refuse to let go of in your mind. That's how the universe is ordered. Maybe you just gave up too soon. And so as you go about this life, you say, "Hey, I want to get rich." Why would you want to get rich? In order to know more, do more, and be more, we must have more. We must have things to use for we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich so that we can live more. Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. Well, that kind of implies that you have something to give. And so the basic idea, the basic concept is cool with all religions. So if God is your reason or that somehow you'll become a selfish person or somehow it'll change you, you are crazy. You are where you are because of the predominant thoughts that you hold in your mind right now. You are where you are today because of the shit you think about all the time. And the moment you begin to change what you think about, those new things will begin to manifest in your life. I flipped here a while back to the asset class of Bitcoin. I can't argue with the fact that it's an asset class anymore. Ten years old, one decade. A couple years in, you were a risk taker. We've now had a full decade. During that decade, its compounded average makes it the best performing asset class in history ever. Ever in the period of time that it's existed. This is not a fad. This is here to stay. And billionaires all over the world are starting to move money into Bitcoin. What does that tell you? 
You didn't miss anything. I don't know if you know this or not, but gold is 5,000 years old and people brand new start buying gold. I don't know if you know this, but real estate is not brand new asset class. I don't know if you know this, but we didn't just start trading stocks. So all these people that talk about, oh, Bitcoin, you missed this. These are stupid people who don't understand how assets work. And I want to emphasize stupid. And you say, why do you talk like that? Because it's super important. Some of these thought processes and patterns need to be immediately nipped in the bud or you will be fucked forever. You cannot get rich holding on to the vestiges of the idea that the world is rigged against you. That there's some being or some fucking group of people or some, some socioeconomic challenge, some wall, that there's something that's keeping you out. You must rid yourself of that immediately, even if it's true. Did you hear what I just said? Even if it's true. Because by acknowledging it, you give it the very power that it seeks to hold over you. And so if you're going to become a conquering chief, a soldier of prosperity, an agent, an ambassador of good news, if you're going to be that person, you can't be constrained or held down or pushed down or held back by the, way, by the things of this world. The Bible talks about having a renewing of your mind. And so religions, whether you be Muslim, Buddhist, Mormon, maybe not Buddhist, but you know what I'm saying. It wants you. Formless substance is kind to you. The universe or God wants you to be successful. They want you to be rich because through you is how the universe answers prayers. This is how God fixes problems through you. People like you, like minded people like me. This is why it says we're two or more gathered. There's power. How many people did it take to kill a billion people in the Middle East? Just took a couple of people to hijack a plane. Where two or more gathered, there's power. The reason I began, I created the Money Flow Trading Society was what? Power. Where two or more gathered, where like-minded people come together, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a mastermind, so to speak, of trading. It keeps me consistent. It obligates my success because I get up every day to be the best trader I can possibly be because of the obligations that I've made. And so that society propels me further. Now people could come in and use it for the same way that I use it. A lot of people don't. They come into the society and they miss the whole point. The whole point is this to make you a whole better person. The point of the Money Flow Trading Society is to make you fucking rich. But being rich is going to require an accountability to yourself. You're going to have to approach the markets every day. <laughs> yeah, Mark Cuban does it every day. Michael Jordan does it every day. Tiger Woods does it every day. The alpha people, the alpha code is in play every day. The president gets up every day and every day he's the president. There's no opt out. All right, it's time we stop being children. So you're 26 and you want to get rich? Then get about the fucking business of doing it. And that starts in your mind first. You're not waiting on anything. Stop talking as if you're waiting for something to show up, some new job, some new person, some new move, some new location. It hasn't showed up because you haven't showed up. And it's not a fleeting fucking thought. It becomes an obsession. Why do you think there's so few rich people? Do you think the world is abundant with rich people? It is and it isn't. 
Maybe like 7% of the population today is rich. Why? Because 7 fucking percent chose to be. And the 93% chose that the, this world would beat them down. That they would be held back and constrained by the limitations and by the things they can see clearly with their own eyes. And you have to be more like the people that got on the Mayflower. People that took a huge chance to go to a land of opportunity. Or Israel leaving the desert and going to where? Going to Israel. Or the, you know, the children, the Jewish people, 40 years living in the desert to get to what? The promised land. In other words, they're going to it. Why? Because they don't see life the way the life is. They see the way life could be. And so do you. You have to do that. If you're waiting on circumstances to change or shit to be different in your life, you're never going to get there. Because that starts first in your mind. You talk as if and you walk as though. And when you begin to do that, when you go to take an action that isn't a rich person's action, your mind will convict you. It'll say to you, hey, dude, all that shit you were talking yesterday, now look what you're doing. All that shit, oh, I can't buy Bitcoin. I ain't got enough money. You got enough money to go party this week, but you don't have any money to buy Bitcoin. I don't have any money. Uh-huh. See? Universe, you can't trick it. This is the power of formless substance. It is the key. But you have to be able to hold it. Not in the term of days. Children do shit for days. I'm talking years. I'm talking from here till you die. It's not something you quit. Meaning I'm trying to get rich every day. Until I die. It's not something that I complete. It's a process. It's a way of living. It's a thought of, it's being in prosperous and being in abundance. It's being in abundance, right? And staying in abundance. Intelligent substance, which is all and in all and lives in all, lives in you. Is a consciously living substance being, consciously living substance. It must have nature and inherent desires of every living intelligence for the increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek the enlargement of its life because life in the mere act of living must increase. A seed dropped into the ground springs in activity, and the act of living produces hundreds more seeds. Life by living multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more, and it must do so if it continues to be at all. And that's where I get my concept of trying to get a little bit richer every day. If you've ever read my book, You Don't Have to Die Broke, been through any of that stuff, you know that concept. We're trying to get a little bit richer every day. Why? Because that's about increasing life. That's about abundance. It's about abundance. It's how I bless. It's how God answers prayers through people like me. Through through As I have abundance, my prosperity prospers 10,000 people. And so we don't look at it as, well, rich people or, or there's some deity or there's some, some, you know, you should be pious and humble and you should not have for one. No, bullshit. It's only through my abundance that God can even bless other people. It's only through your abundance. Through getting you rich is one of the greatest things he could do for your family. You become an instrument of blessing to other people. It should be the first and foremost thing on your mind. How do you grow more prosperous every day going about your job, going about your life? And ask yourself, am I going forward or am I going backwards? And forward isn't thought only. It begins to be action, right? Man, I hope that helps. We'll continue to dig into chapter five. 
appreciate you listening along in my series, the17steps.com. This is on my podcast, The Science of Getting Rich, but I'm also this issue I was going to send out to you guys involved in my the17steps.com, where we go through the 17 steps of the book, The Science of Getting Rich, written in 1905 by Wallace Waddles. I hope this book can help you and bless you. And for all you podcast listeners, I appreciate you guys listening to The Science of Getting Rich. Talk soon.